Wee. Welcome to episode 35, everyone. Uh, we want to thank our friends over at Waddle Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Small Talk, as per always. And there's In and Out Mario. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Small talk. <laughs> Sorry, Mario, I cut you off. I have too much fun with that thing now. No, What's no up, worries. Danny? Toy Mafia. Um, I do want to lead off the show real quick, just saying there is going to be another uh, giveaway. Um, uh, Sean, since I let Dean join you, Sean and Mario, you guys can join join in it if you want to. But um, we'll eventually, after this show, we'll probably obviously just keep it for the listeners. Um, but first off, oh, before we go into Mezco here, I do want to talk about what we got new. I know Sean was saying he had, he got a few things since the last time he was on. So what were some of those things, Sean? There we go. So for comic books, it's this, uh, the original guardians of the galaxy book, their first appearances. So I'm real excited about that because I'm a big guardians fan. Hell yeah. And, and then the other comic was, this is one I've been looking for for a long time. Let's take it out. It's, and, if, uh, and if anyone listens to your show, Collecting Comics, they know that Guardians is like one of your favorites, right? Definitely. And my top right here is the Iron Man. And this book is really cool because it's like the bridge from Tells the Suspense to his Iron Man book that his, his – uh, main title Iron Man book, and it also was the bridge for um, uh, Submariner to uh, to his single title book. And then figure-wise, I got, I got King Sphinx from the Power Rangers, and I got, I went ahead and also got the pumpkin, or the pumpkin wrapper. Hell yes. Who makes those? Uh, that's Hasbro. The Lightning Collection? Yep. Okay. I was just making sure that was the Lightning Collection. And then the last thing I got, this just came in a couple days ago. It's still in the box. Is um, I got a Thrawn. My Admiral Thrawn. Hell and yes. When did, you get, when did you get him? That was like Tuesday, I think. Okay. And, and it was at a Target or Walmart? No, it's from Amazon. I had I pre-ordered it like over the weekend and it was supposed to release actually tomorrow, I thought. But they ended up getting it sooner or something like that. So I got the Thrawn and uh one of my friends who's actually on the 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 Facebook page, she goes, "Man, and the the card looks really mint." And I was like, "Dang, why'd you tell me that? Now I don't want to open it." <laughs> so, I'll probably you, pop it open anyway. You going to get a second one? one? Say what? You're going to get a second one to keep on the card? No, because because I am being very selective now. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was talking I don't I don't know if you mind talking about this now, uh Dylan, right no, now, but about perfect. Uh my wife and I we decided to kind of look for a new house and I'm actually probably going to put up a good majority of my collection to one either help finance it or two uh, buy furniture for it. So I got a lot of hard decisions ahead of me. So I don't, I don't know what's staying, what's leaving. We'll find out. 
So uh, how much would you say of your collection is going to go like percentage if you had to guess? Probably 50%. So wow. the way I'm looking at it is I'm hoping a lot of my key books can uh, help with that. And then a lot of my other comic books that are just in the boxes, uh, maybe some figures, but anything that I've gotten within the, like the last year or so, two years, will probably stay, including my my all of my Iron Man stuff, all of my Guardian stuff, and then maybe a few keys here and there. Okay. Yeah. A few keys. What What do you mean, few keys? So I'm definitely keeping my my uh, CGC uh, 5.5 first Thanos first Drax. Mm. Um, my Iron Man 5.0, uh, Iron Man number one, and a couple others that I'm gonna have to make a hard decision. But I think one I'm gonna go ahead and drop is uh, the first appearance of Super Scroll. And that book, since they kind of announced the um, uh, the secret uh, secret invasions for uh, Disney, uh, that book's like three to four hundred bucks right now. So drop that, drop a couple more. I just got to look through everything. I got a, I got a, a whole short box full of just like keys or variants and things like that. Uh, a first Luke Cage, um, first Kamala Khan, who's Miss Marvel, uh, stuff like that. Okay. So after Iron, cause I know you're a big Iron Man fan too. After Iron Man. So you, some of your favorite characters, I know listening to the show, Iron Man, Cle- um, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thanos, correct? Right. Right. Okay. Um, so with like when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to like hot toys, I'm guessing you're gonna keep like the Guardians hot toys there. Yeah. Um I'm really trying to bend uh build this in-game display f- either through like Marvel Legends, SH figure arts or hot toys. Mm-hmm. And Same. my my goal was to do the final battle charge. Uh, so whoever I don't have in a legend, I try to get in an SH figure arts and vice versa. And, uh, so those guys will probably stay just cause I really want to do that display. Um, and then, um, a lot of my hot toys will stay just because they're really, they're really new to me, whether they are like old versions, I've only been doing it for about two years, maybe less, actually probably a year. It's probably going to be a year in February. Um, so I'll probably keep my hot toys. I still got some other stuff that's on pre-order that's still coming in. Those things will stay. But uh, I got other figures and other comics that can push me up to the mark I'm looking for. Okay. Very cool. What about you, Mario? You get anything recently? Anything small-ish? God, look at that behind you. Hell yeah. (laughs) Love that. Dude, thanks. Um, Yeah, I've got a few more... uh, vintage collection figures coming in um they're actually ones i completely forgot that i had on pre-order um i got a pair of the uh, mandalorian armors coming in uh three and three quarter along with uh what else did i get i picked up uh, a case of the death troopers i just got that in not too long ago and um a couple of the walmart uh build a pack mandalorians i was i was uh lucky enough to get a couple more of those so these are just openers uh, for me right now. But then, like I mentioned, I forgot I, I pre-ordered them. So <laughs> those, will, those will be in hopefully soon. That's awesome. Um, so how do you decide what you're going to open and what you're not going to open? 
Well, for right now, for the walls, I'm just keeping one of uh, one of everything. And if I just happen to come across a variant, I'll throw it up there if I have the space. Um, like, like I've got like some of the newer ones. The there's a Luke Yavin ceremony one, right? Where on the name pill, there's like a small font and like a regular larger font. So the first ones that I got, I was able to get a pair of the small font with no uh, leaflet in the bubble. So oh. I have that displayed next to the regular release. And right next to it also, there's a Ceremony Leia. I think they changed the VC numbers. I think it was 164 versus 150. So I was, I was lucky enough to come across both of those also. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I just try to keep one of each up, up on the wall and and just an, another spare just to open. That's why I usually buy by the case. Right? So nice. um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to true build as well. So mm-hmm. any any troopers that are out there, I'm just trying to pick up as much as I can. Uh, right now, I got nothing to display loose, but this is all just for later down the line uh, right. when I can get something more planned out. So um, I know this is uh, taboo for Dean and Zach, but did you back the Razor Crest? Yep, absolutely. Uh, I I regretted it. I was one that sat there and like him and Hod on it for mm-hmm. pretty much the entire time up till the final day. And I'm like, you know what? It's just too big. I just can't do it. And the day after, man, I, <laughs> I was so <laughs> that I did yeah. it. And it sold out. I'm pretty sure on Big Bad Toy Store even for like, uh, what, an extra $100, $200? Like an extra even- 200 yeah. Yeah, even sold out on there too. So yeah, it was that's wild, crazy. It should be somewhat around. I mean, there's thirty, almost thirty thousand of these things going to be floating around. But the big thing yeah. with that, obviously, like what made me think of that is the specific Mando that's coming with that, right? And the off-world Jawa, I guess. But the Mando is going to be the big one, right? Because that's the actually the uh, Baby Yoda that's coming with it too. Yeah, so him too. Figures with that. Right. Right. But that Mando is the one that sold me because it's the, you know, the soft goods cape. And there's yeah. been people who have said the the TV or the, yeah, the TVC Mando ha- is actually probably a better overall figure than the Black Series one. So, yeah, that I, I thought a lot about that one pretty long and hard. But sorry, did I interrupt you when you were still going? Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, no, I was just I was just. I wanted to ask the question about those because I know that you had mentioned you're a big TVC collector there. So yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so for me, what I got new, I got quite the haul actually. So I had I don't know if I think we mentioned it out in a couple shows back when Damien was still on on the show, um, to where Big Bad Toy Stores essentially kept extending out their piles of loot. You know, when you add things to your pile of loot, typically you you have, they give a certain amount of time, depending on the product, uh, a certain amount of days that you have until you it has to ship out, you know, whether it's like 90 or 100 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had accumulated starting last March. So we're clo- coming up on a year of just accumulating all this stuff I was adding. And wow. I had, had it, I'd barely had anything ship out from Big Bad Toy Store. And it was a lot of small stuff. 
Um, but some of the highlights I had in there, I can go through the list real quick, but I did add the second and the black series carbonized second sister inquisitor. That was just the last one I needed, I believe. Oh no, I need the Walmart exclusive yet that trooper, but not in a big hurry. Um, I got the black series Beskar. Haven't opened that one yet. I'm, um, not hundred percent sure if I'm going to keep it or not. I got a couple, uh, GI Joe classified figures. Um, and I actually think I'm going to sell those off because I have their duplicates. Um, I actually got this SH figure arts Godzilla from it's a 2002 version. Uh, I believe it's from Mecha Godzilla or Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla. And I just haven't fully committed to keeping him yet. Uh, we'll see there. So I haven't taken him out. Um, I got the Alien 40th Anniversary set. Uh, it's the Series 15. Um, so that comes like the with the Alien with the bloody mouth. And it comes with uh, Brett and Parker. And I think they those look great i actually have them in a box over there but um love those ones i i got commander cody blah or commander cody blah commander Bly from the black series um i finally got an aquaman mezco which i didn't have and then i've always wanted to try these pocket elite series that damn toys have done they're 12 scale little mini figures. Um, and the one that I, the one that I got is based off of, they just call him like private or something, but he's based off of Sheen's character from, um, Oh my God, I'm brain farting. It's one of my all time favorite movies. I don't know how I'm brain farting on the, on the movie, but, uh, I'll look it up here quick, but that one I'm still on the fence. So I initially looked, looked at it, uh, like out of the, just in the, like through the box and the head sculpt is certainly platoon. Sorry. It's from platoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the head sculpt is certainly soft on it. I was a little disappointed. I know damn toys have done better work in the past. Um, but yeah, I, I believe his character that, yeah, it's, um, Charlie Sheen's characters, his character's name is Chris Taylor. Uh, but yeah, love that movie. I also have another one coming from KG hobby, I believe in that same series. So we'll see. Um, and then another figure in there was the re-edit master chief figure. Now this guy, I I had him out. I put him back a little already, but it's the thousand toys one. Wow. You know, he was spendy. If you guys don't know anything about him, um, pretty spendy. He's got die casts in the legs, but not a lot to be honest. The armor and the upper body is very flimsy, very light. Uh, the good part is, is he is very articulated. He can do anything that you'd want him to do. And I think that was the main point of how they built him out. Um, I was having little issues with some of my wrist peg ish, uh, getting a wrist peg to stay on, on there. I got to play around with it some more, maybe use some heat, but, um, that one was a little bit disappointed. The way it looks is amazing. It looks, it's the master chief figure out there um now value wise probably not it's probably still 
some of the, you know, the $20 ones you can find target, but it's pretty good. Now my big, my most favorite things that I got, uh, I don't know if you guys were watching or got, um, Eddie, what did you have on order as well? Let us know. But, um, I think you're talking about the master chief. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. He's a master chief fan too. Actually. Mm-hmm. I know that, but I got Nanmu, a couple of Nanmu dinosaurs. So I got this one, the alpha Rex. Um, and it's got the articulated job, but other than that, it's pretty much just a statue. These are fantastic. I'm a big dinosaur, especially Jurassic Park fan. Um, I, I also got the King Killer or Killer Queen version, which is just the brown one, the original looking one. Um, and she had some paint chips actually on her cheek right here. So I, I contacted Big Bad Toy Store about it. They just, you know, they said, you know, we'll throw some credit your way if you'd like for it, just to call it fair. And sure, and I took it. It was, it was fine. I'll try and have someone fix it at some point, maybe like if I go see Zach or something. But um, I also got the Mosasaurus from Jurassic World and the Spinos- Spinosaurus from Jurassic Park 3. And the Spinosaurus is awesome. Dude, all of this was in the same hall? Yes. That you've been holding off since, what did you say, March of last year? March of last year. It was insane. It was the biggest box I've ever gotten in my life. It was so funny. I felt so bad. I mean, it was super light, but it was just this extremely, like, it was all just $4 shipping, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You can't beat that, man. That's a hell of a deal they got. No, it was awesome. So, yeah, that was pretty much my big haul that I got in. And, um, I was able to, you know, finally see in person a lot of figures that I had coming. Um, I'm glad that I didn't fight too hard for the Thousand Toys Master Chief for figure of the year, but he's still pretty great. He just, I just expected a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that was essentially that one. Um, the Nanmu dinosaurs. You know, if you're a Jurassic Park fan or just a dinosaur fan, I would definitely recommend those ones. I know. Zach had bad experiences with Rebor, um, though Rebor apparently has fixed a lot of their warping issues, but these Nanmu ones have been great. Um, the boxes just never seem to arrive in great shape, but that's not a big deal. But yeah, um, that was pretty long-winded, 20 minutes in, and haven't even started the news yet. Are you sure you didn't leave anything off? That's all That's all you got? <laughs> I'm 90% sure I left some stuff out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so moving on here real quick to the Mezco Minute. We got – it was really quiet. Uh, I know we covered White Skull, which was still drives me nuts to this day that I missed that one. Been a long time since I missed an MDX. I did not miss this one, in fact, though. Um, this was the fourth – Supreme Knight Mezco has came out with. This was Batman Supreme Knight Darkest Dawn edition figure. And this was also an MDX uh, Mezco direct exclusive. It goes for 95. Should be shipping out anytime because I got charged immediately for him. Uh, comes with everything as the other MDX, you know, all four, the four heads, the interchangeable um, plates. Uh, it comes with like the interchangeable cape the smoke effects all the batarangs all of that comes with a ton of stuff Uh, if he's anywhere close to that very cool now he is really he is really similar to the px version uh the coloring obviously and the main differences is an extra head i believe 
a little bit uh the different armor plating on his like chest and body and then like different shades of blues um and then obviously yeah the interchangeable chest the px just has the middle um the like the 1989 batman symbol type thing um but yeah he i'm excited for that one uh he sold out fairly quickly too i want to say within 10 minutes but yeah excited about that one um yeah other than that it was pretty quiet on the mezco front actually a lot of people i know they had the 112th day uh they call it 112th day so like january 12th um they every year they come out with a new release just because their line is 112 um and this year they did a giveaway with or like a contest giveaway type thing where everyone could just submit pictures um and it ran until today or yesterday i believe and they selected their winners and i believe the prizes are typically pretty good um i think people sometimes uh, someone said i believe from the door glare uh, bill over there stated that they had last year he thought someone got 12 figures from it which is wild wow. um but yeah moving on to mofex just the, pretty quiet as well for them but they teased billy butcher as we know homelander's coming um looks like he's getting soft goods so that's exciting and i think people are saying that's the baby in the picture as well with the laser beams have you guys seen that show yeah that mm. show's crazy I'll dig no, it. i haven't watched it yet oh it's wild it's so good um i am the second I, season just seems even more insane than the first one man oh yeah the second one yeah, i was nuts the second one is definitely much it's definitely much cheaper or uh, slower to begin with, yeah. but the end, yeah, like the last like four episodes are wild with it. Yeah, but it honestly made the second season made me like Butcher so much more as a character. I'll be honest, and makes me a lot more excited for the license starting to get split out a lot more. Um, <laughs> Eddie said the baby is the baby is his weapons accessories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Like, cause they have, that's the one thing with the show. They all have guns and they don't do shit with the guns ever, but I'll try and keep the spoilers out. Cause Sean, you got to see it. It's pretty good. Uh, if you want to talk about it, you can, I don't care about spoilers. Oh no. Nah, I mean, there's not a whole yeah, lot but, of yeah. with it, but like obvious, it's like a very cynical slash realistic type take. I feel like on what superheroes would actually be like, like uh, being monetized a lot and um, pretty much being uh, like all the superheroes that are, they're owned by a company essentially who just pretty much uses them to just make money hand over fist. Sponsored by Nike. Yeah, exactly. They're all commercialized. Yeah. So it's uh, in that sense, it's a really fresh take. Like after when the first season came out, we were in like the middle of just a thousand Marvel universe movies, which I loved Um, not complaining about it, but it was like a fresh take on superheroes and a little bit more of what you could see happening, I guess. Um, Yeah. I'm excited to see more about this. Hopefully they don't mess up the head sculpt. (laughs) It's a crapshoot with Moth X. Do you guys, have you guys ever had any Moth X figures? 
No, uh, the one that I'm interested in right now is the best car Mando. Just because like I kind of want one nice Mando, and I'm not ready to jump on the the Hot Toys. And I thought I thought uh, the Moffex looked a lot better than the uh, the SH. So I haven't seen it come out yet. I've been trying to look for reviews, see if people picked it up, but it looks like it get, I guess it's getting pushed back or. Yeah, so I have it on order with Hobby Link Japan, and I get an email every month, pretty much saying that it's getting pushed back another, another month. Essentially, right. um, I can't. I was trying to find the email here, but I couldn't find it. But yeah, I haven't received anything. And with Hobby Link Japan, you know, I'll be. I won't be. Def- I definitely won't be the first one to have it, but I should have it relatively quickly with them. Um, yeah, I would say hop on that one. I think a lot of people with the disappointment of the sh figure arts one are really hoping that that one turns out well and it looks like it i think a lot of people are have high hopes for it and it very well could be i don't have the sh mando but like uh and i wasn't like crazy upset with it when i was watching all the reviews for it but uh i just think the the mofx at least from the pictures it looks a lot a lot cleaner you know and uh I actually like some of the accessories better on the SH than the Moffex, but uh, that's probably still the one I'm going to end up going with if I decide to pick it up. Yeah, so the SH, I haven't opened it yet because I want to wait until um, I compare it to the Moffex one. I kind of just decide which one I want and like better. You're right. This one comes with an insane amount of accessories. Now, the biggest... Thing I've heard though is the accessories and attaching things and things like that are a absolute nightmare with the figure. Um, so that's the big thing there to be aware of when I when I kind of want to compare the two and then the scaling. The SH Figure Arts, my only gripe with SH Figure Arts overall is just the scaling. And to be honest, they might be more. <laughs> They're probably the close. They're probably closer to one twelve scale than everything else out there. But everything else out there is still, you know, scales better with each other. Right. Um, mm. That's my only complaint with them. But that's probably the only reason I haven't dove for that. Um, but yeah, Eddie Eddie said the Neca line looks much better than Moffex for uh, for the boys license. I hundred percent agree with that as of right now, and the price point's going to be, you know, $50 difference at, at least. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how it takes off. Um, Moving on to McFarlane, the Batman Death Metal Motorcycle finally hitting stores at Target mainly. And then I believe it was on Amazon. I don't think you can get it there anymore. You might be able to actually. Um but uh, it goes for twenty four ninety nine. I know a lot of people are pretty jacked about this one. Um, but yeah, uh, have you guys gotten any McFarlane figures yet? No, no. All right. Actually, wasn't it? I mean, back in the day, wasn't it Marlin that McMarlin McFarlane that did the Assassin's Creed figures? Um, was it? No. Who was it? Assassin's Creed. You're I not talking the first ones. You're talking like smaller figures. Smaller ones, yeah. Because uh, I picked up a few of those like way back in the day. I don't remember. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good. I remember seeing them at the shop and stuff, but I don't. 
ever Same. remember. Yeah, no, I I kind of it's almost ringing a bell that I completely forgot about. I think that is McFarlane. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, that's like their new stuff is fantastic. If you ever see anything that you like, definitely get it. It's pretty good. Um, they've they've came a long ways. Their DC Universe stuff is pretty good. I think eventually, I think it'll really start blowing up as soon as they start. Um, as soon as they start producing more movie licensed figures, uh, I know a lot of people are complaining about all the Batman ones that they've done. <laughs> it's fair because they he's done a ton of them. Uh, but uh, speaking of which, he also teased. Well, uh, he also teased a new line. Um, I didn't didn't have the pictures. Oh yeah, because it was on a video. Uh, I don't. I didn't want to take still shots, but from the video. But um, he announced a new wave that's coming. It's a build a figure wave. It's going to be Batman Beyond, which we knew was coming. Yeah. Uh, he said that'll be in April. There's going to be Shriek, who's coming in June. Batwoman Beyond is going to be coming in August, and Blight is going to be coming in October. Uh, and then they all make a build a figure, which is like a Joker bot with a ton of weird, like mechanical arms, things like that. Looks pretty cool for the money's worth. Um, but not my cup of tea. I like I said, I'm happy with the Mezco Batman Beyond. Um, but I know a lot of people say the that one looks good. Yeah, I saw I saw the video he did where he kind of teased the the Batman Beyond, and you know, not a huge DC fan, but. I just remember watching Batman Beyond in the mornings, you know, cartoons, stuff like that back in the day and stuff. And like, that would be a really cool figure to have. Yeah. Yeah. The, I know that one's going to be a lot of traction. Um, and I'm surprised like how much more hype Batman Beyond is getting than the animated series Batman figure they did. But I guess it makes a little sense to counter that to counter myself. Uh, because the bat, the Batman animated series figure they did was one of their worst figures they did. Um, I know a lot of people said it wasn't even technically accurate and it had such skinny legs. And since they were still kind of figuring it out at the time, it wasn't really super refined. Um, I have that one. I don't mind it. You know, I don't do a ton with it, but yeah, they've came a long ways since then. And I'm, I'm excited to see, I know Zach, I gotta give Zach shit. He tagged me in a Toy Farce article about McFarlane coming out with like the bat, like all the bat, you know, '90s Batman movie figures, like Batman uh, Beyond, Batman and Robin, those type of movies. And there's a Toy Farce article talking or leak in quotes saying that they are coming out with those ones, and it came from Toy Farce. So I don't know if he tag me in that to like troll me or if he tagged me in that because he thought it was real and wanted me to like talk about it on the show i don't know but no it was it was funny and i think once they do start diving in um i know that came from i know that came from the definitely came from the big um the big leak that they had that we talked about last show where they they're doing the what the new Nat, Zack Snyder movie. God, I couldn't spit that out. 
um, the Justice League Zack Snyder cut, they're probably going to release some figures from that. So that'll be pretty exciting. Um, they also did throw out there a new gold label collection. Um, it's Spawn with Malice. Uh, there's going to be Warhammer 4000, Primaris Space Marine, and then the DC Comics Dark Knight's Metal Red Death. And they're all you know golded out and going to be upcharged on that. Speaking of which, I know Zach and Dean touched on this, but so there's been uh, some things going around the community talking about how we are or how a lot of smaller companies are raising the prices on their figures. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. You know, it's, it's coming and it's only, I believe they said it's only going to go up by a couple dollars and some of the exclusives are already that price. Um, like I think the actual leak said it was going from 1999 to 22, right? Something like that. Um, in my mind, it's not the biggest deal. You know, they're still fairly cheap. And like Zach alluded to that, they, they, they've came a long way in the quality. You get so much more out of the quality than you used to for that price. Um, so in a, in a sense, you know, in a perfect world, nothing would go up in price ever, but it's, you know, it's part of life. Everything goes up in price over time, uh, with inflation and everything. So it's, you know, it's it, it's just part of it, part of the game. I I was honestly surprised that it didn't happen sooner with some of the some of it. I don't know. What do you guys think of it? I mean, if you're making a better quality item, like I I get it. You know, it kind of makes me think about um, DC Comics and stuff. Like one of their biggest things that that the DC fans always said is like we're cheaper than Marvel, we're cheaper than these people, and then what a year year and a half ago they they upped their price to the same thing as marvel uh and then for for like a variant cover they would do they would have a different cover but they would also uh give you like a harder a harder like paperback book as opposed to just the flimsy regular kind of comic paper that they've been using and stuff so i mean for for that, I don't really see it being worth it, especially just for the harder paper and it, you know, and having to maybe get a bigger size uh, uh, bag and board for it. But I think with the figures and stuff, if if they're gonna make a better product that looks better, works better too. Then mm-hmm. I I mean I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean just to echo what you said, as long as the quality goes up, it seems like the paint amps are improving overall. Um, adding some extra accessories here and there, you know, I mean, that can also, you know, warrant the price. I mean, even, even some of these guys, since the relaunch, I think they went up another, well, when they, since they relaunched, I think it was another two bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And even just recently it went up like another, another dollar, I believe like a year ago. Well, um, and for, all for the variants reason. that they're doing, sorry, yeah. but all the variants that they're doing for like spawn in general, you know, they've come out with, it's close to the same figure and all they did is switch out an axe for hammer or whatever, you know, something like that, you know? So, I mean, yeah. And yeah. And like one thing that I thought about with it was God, when was the last time that I remember 
because I've been, even though I'm not that old, I've been collecting forever, action figures forever, it seems like. And I remember 10 years ago, I was paying 20, bu- 20 bucks for those shitty NECA figures. Those shitty NECA AVPR, Alien vs. Predator Requiem figures, and now selling. Um, but yeah, those things were 20 bucks at, at that time, like 10 years ago. If anything stays 10 bucks for 10 years, or the same price for 10 years, that's a win in my mind. I think we've already milked that price out of it. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's kind of made me get back into the hobby a little bit more with the small stuff as well. So hopefully this keeps me out of it a little more, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, moving on for super seven, uh, as always, super seven has a ton of releases, but the main ones that I wanted to, to, kind of go over was the ultimate line that they announced is up for pre-order. I know a lot of people were excited about these. This is Conan the Barbarian Ultimates. Um, it comes with Thalsla Doom, Demigod Serpent, and uh, Warpaint Conan. Both are $45, and their window is open until February 19th. I know Zach and Dean had mentioned that they don't like pre-order windows, but that is my by far and away preferred pre-order method have you guys worked with because i know p bandai is the other one that does that have you guys worked with anyone that does that that's my only experience and so far i'm not very happy with it because apparently my my scarlet witch and my uh i am iron man tony stark is somewhere underwater off the coast of hawaii oh, <laughs> oh no that's right I, I I emailed them just the other day. I was like, "Hey, any uh, updates? Any like you got anything for me?" And they're like, "Unfortunately, we don't. We're still trying to figure out the investigation and, and talk to the people who's involved and things like that." Yeah. Uh, they, but they were like, "Good news is because it was a pre-ordered item, and it's uh, it's been massively delayed. It, it qualifies for you to get your money back if you choose to do that." And I'm like, "Man, but I really need these." <laughs> <laughs> like those, those are big parts of that in-game display that I'll be doing and stuff. So, but other than that, no, that was the only experience that I've ever had with like a pre-order window. Otherwise, it, I I show up late and it it sells out. I think the only pre-order window that I've ever had to deal with was just the uh, just the Pulse Razor Crest. Really, if you want to call it a pre-order window, I mean, technically, what was it like a little over a yeah. month or so? Yeah, it was a big big one. The I know yeah. the P- the premium Bandai ones are a long time too. Okay, so I have a question. How does that stuff work? Because I've not done enough research on that to be like, okay, yeah, I want to back this. But like, if they were to do like a Galactus or something like that, like I would want to jump on that quick. Uh, it's it's just a timed thing. Uh, you know, they oh, it's that's the magic of. But like really, the backing, like yeah. the backing and adding the money, and it's not it's not the Kickstarter per. It's not like straight up Kickstarter per se because they do it straight from their website. But um, they essentially you just back it. You pay up front, which is Dean's biggest complaint with the whole thing. Uh, you pay up front for it, but you essentially have. I thought the Razor Crest started in November, wasn't it? It was like November, and it went to December sometime. It was o- a little over a month. I want to say that it was up. That sounds about right. <sighs> and I think the. I think the one before that, the Sentinel, mm-hmm. was the same thing. 
Um, Unicron actually got extended because it didn't get back right away. Okay, so the Razor Crest was, it ran from September 25th, so longer than I thought, to November 9th. So my, my dates oh, yeah. over a month. Um, you know, you, you had plenty of times. I know Zach and Dean, they didn't like essentially, they didn't, they don't like the pre-order windows. They didn't like this. Um, I, the, I told them like, cause they were talking about how like in this day, day and age, you know, why, why essentially, why are you doing this with people maybe not being able to afford it, blah, blah, blah. And I told them like, you guys are dying on the wrong hill. Well, I, I think their argument also was this, that that product itself was something that would have sold immediately. You know, there's, there's high demand for that razor crest, right? And to put it behind that kind of a paywall, I agree with them that it wasn't necessary, but I mean, it is what it is. And for me, if I want that in my collection, I'm going to sell whatever I got to sell to get it, you know? Right. And you have like, like we were saying, you have, there's plenty of time in there and Mm -hmm. that's the hill that like, I told them like that if you're going to argue this, the whole crowdfunding thing, that's the hill you want to die on is the one saying that it's unneeded. You know, it's, it's probably the most popular TV show uh, when it was running through its second season. You know, you saw the merch and everything all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's, it is very popular. The, the worst, the, my biggest argument looking back at it, at it is that you, to a certain extent, there's no way you can mass produce this. Like they've done the millennium, you know, they've done the millennium Falcon a couple different times. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I just somehow got the hiccups in the middle of a show. That's, that's cool. <laughs> um, but they, uh, that millennium Falcon, when they came out with the second one, it sold out immediately. In my mind, this is a safer pre-order than saying, oh, go find it in, in Target, but, you you know, yeah. like, go up on our website, but it'll be there for three minutes, sell out, and then you have to deal, then you hear everyone bitching about Target's online system and all the scalpers and all that, mm-hmm. and then you got to try and check Target every day to, you know, personally, in person to try and find it, whereas this, you actually have, like, a window to just get the one you want, you know? That was my only... Yeah. Something that, like, after thinking about it that I did like, like, after dealing with all the Cobra Island stuff from G.I. Joe's, that I appreciate that it it's, it was a way to guarantee you got one. Um, the shitty thing that I will always back back them up with is that you have to pay up front. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, that's a big investment. Yeah, but the only, the only charge after the campaign is over, right? So in this right. case, since it went extended for about a month, and then they said, at this date, that's when we'll start charging everybody. So do you say, like, you're going to put up the full price? Is that what you do? And then, yeah. and then when it's fully funded, then they'll charge you when right, it's ready to right. release? So you pledge to buy however many units they'll allow, uh, allow you to purchase. And then as soon as everything is backed and, or, or the time has expired, then they'll collect, like, the next day. So they right. just want to see that the number is going to get met. Right. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. In this oh. case, that's what we were making jokes about because their target was six thousand dollars. Yeah, six thousand units. Six thousand yeah. units. Yeah, and if they would have reached that, it wouldn't have happened. But they hit twenty eight thousand one hundred and seventy eight. I think they broke their their target like 
within just under the first 24 hours or so? Yeah, it was well under the yeah, 20 hour. They were pretty close. Yeah. And I, I guess the way I look at it, though, is you'll never find a Razor Crest like that. Correct. No. You know, so, I mean, and they I, I can see what you're saying when you say it's not necessary, but like 6,000 units is a lot of units, but if you weren't backing it and you know, then why are you crying? Yeah. Yeah. Which I I'm crying just cause I, I <laughs> fought my, I pretty much was just self-disciplined with it and I'm mad at myself for being self-disciplined. I mean, I probably, I, I know I made the right choice, but I'm, I know I'm going to see that in person and just get pissed or I'm gonna mad that you made the right choice. <laughs> People start posting pictures of it and I'm just, I'm just going to grimace. So who's going to do the explosion version? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little happy. I won't lie. When I, when I saw that blow up, I'm well, like, thank God I don't have to walk, look at this shit for another two seasons. You know, to be fair, Jabba Sail Barge also exploded too, right? <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah, it's, it's essentially set up very similar to any Kickstarter. Uh, if you've backed anything on Kickstarter, Sean, where you pledge a certain you pledge a certain amount that's typically based off of a reward that they offer like a like a packaged amount on Kickstarter right. and you don't get charged until the Kickstarter is over only if it's successful. So I'm big into playing cards, like collecting playing cards. A lot of that gets started on Kickstarter. Almost all the like super um like collectible decks get started on Kickstarter one way or the other, like this one, for instance. Um, and they, that's essentially how they have to have to do it because a lot of times it's just a designer and they have to be able to make the money to have the, you know, Cardamundi U S playing card company or anything like that um, to actually come up with the cards for them. But yeah, that's a, uh, it's a whole different subject, but they, that's essentially, it's essentially set up almost exactly like Kickstarter in that sense. So yeah, I'm guessing they will eventually come out. I, it seems like they keep alternating. So they've done like the hero quest, which was like a board game type thing. And then they came with tra uh, transformers, Unicron then a Marvel legend Sentinel, and then a vintage razor crest stars, vintage collection, razor crest. Hey, don't um, forget the Cookie Monster. Yeah, Cookie Monster, and they've done like Java Sail Barge. They, I noticed they have tried to split it up amongst their brands. Um, I could see them eventually start doing uh, the next one. I know some people have been saying like it's going to be like either a Power Rangers thing or um, either another Star Wars one, but I could see them doing some G.I. Joe vehicles with this method as well, Yeah, uh, which wouldn't be terrible either. Uh, but moving on to NECA news. So NECA, um, there's not a whole lot here. I, this stuff doesn't super interest me, so I'll just run through it. Unless you guys are into this stuff, interrupt me. But um, they came out with, they released a teaser for Mondo Gecko with Kerma, Muckman with Joe Eyeball, uh, Genghis the Frog and Rasputin, the Mad Frog. Uh, I believe these are from TMNT one way or the other it's pretty deep into it i don't know these characters at all 
Um, but also some news. They came out with some proto or some pictures for their uh, Sam Quint from Jaws 8-inch scale clothes figure. Um, he's going to be shipping out soon. I'm pretty pretty jacked for for this one i if you, i think i believe the um this is the only character now coming out with it because like hooper from the movie i know richard dreyfus his license is a nightmare apparently so we we won't see that one and I, and the other one got canceled because of licensing as well so this is going to be the only one we'll see along with bruce the actual shark mm-hmm. i i'm for sure going to get this and i'm going to get the shark i just sitting there waiting. Yeah, farewell, you Spanish ladies. <laughs> Love that. Have you you guys are you, are you interested in all if they if they came out with a Bruce Shark for let's say $120, would you guys buy it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I I love Jaws, but it would have to be another movie that was up my alley, I guess. You know, but to your guys' credit, that's a that's a badass looking figure, though. Yeah, yeah, for thirty, yeah, thirty dollars. I think their cold figures go for. I think that's it's not bad at all. I'm I'm pretty jacked about it. He's one of the, I would say, more polarizing or um, better characters from the from the movie itself. Obviously, a classic, one of my all time favorites with Jurassic Park. You know, those those type of movies, I grew up. I, I always joke that I went straight from watching Disney movies to watching people getting eaten. <laughs> like Jaws That's such and Jaws. life, right? What? As such is life. Hey, right. That's, that's that's how we grow up, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I this was an instant buy. I have said from the get-go, you know, the question gets asked all the time, what's the most wanted figure that you would want, like, Hot Toys to make? And I've said from the get-go, the the main three from Jaws. It'll never never happen because of licensing. Um, but yeah, I I would love those three. And I know uh, I've joked about it before, but a tw- a twelve scale or a six scale Jaws would be way too big. <laughs> uh, in a collection, but I I I need a Bruce Shark in my shoot. Book. Give me, give me a Goonie set. Oh, okay. That's give your... me a Goonie set. Um, I believe NECA did do Goonies. Yeah, they had some figures out. Um, I, I wasn't ready to jump on them. Okay. And then when, um, when like Sean Astin and a couple other guys came down here for Comic Con, I was like, dang man, it would have been awesome to get them to get something like that but i have a buddy who's who's real into uh movie props and stuff like that so whether he gets it off of etsy etsy or uh, some other avenue um like i would want something like like the um the skull the skull key or mm. the map or uh something like that you know like yeah. i'm i'm a big fan of like angels and demons and da vinci code and stuff like that dan brown stuff Yep. And the one thing I've always wanted from any of those was the Cryptex, you know? So uh, a couple years ago for Christmas, my wife got me a Cryptex and it's like one of my favorite things ever. Very nice. Yeah. That 
if you ever do get interested, I know um, like right now on Big Bad Toy Store, you can get the Goonies Sloth and Chunk 2-pack for yeah. 65 but yeah, no, that's uh, you're more you're saying you would like more of kind of the movie prop replica stuff, something like that. At yeah. least from like, I mean, I don't know how you would you would do it for like Jaws, but like, uh, like something like National Treasure, you know, having something from that or just something super simple that would display nice. Yeah, yeah, Jaws. It would be tough. Um, like the some of the better ones. Check this beer out, by the way, that I'm drinking. Oh, what you can't that? really drink it, but it's called Poontang. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, kind of embarrassing. I didn't even think about it, but last weekend <laughs> I traveled to my to my girlfriend's uh, parents' place with her, and you know we stayed there for the weekend. And I brought some of these beers along, and I forgot a Poontang can in their fridge. Nice. So, <laughs> I don't know. So this has been about five or six years ago now, but I used to brew my own beer and I would make an Irish red and man, it, I've been, I've been like kind of following the, that community again, like the beer community again. And I'm like, man, I really, really? want to brew. Yeah. I even went as far as buying a, it was like a five or $600 fermenter or something like that. Probably more for four or five, but uh, damn made some of the best beer I've ever, I've done on that. Yeah, we could we could bond on that sometime. Like make an entire show on that. Big, yeah. big beer in here. Um, beer talk. Yeah, That's right. Beer, beer, beer talk. talk. Um, all right, we're at the time of the show here, where we want to thank our friends over at Waddle Scrapyard for sponsoring this weekend's this week weekends weeks episode of Small Talk. You can find them on Instagram at Waddle Scrapyard and on Facebook and eBay as well. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as rendered resin printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters in the Star Wars universe and more than that as well. Um, If you don't see a character on their Instagram, send them a message and they can get it designed and printed for a reasonable fee. All right. So, um, Marvel Legends didn't have a whole lot of news. Uh, one big one was that they are doing uh, an exclusive She-Hulk. They call it a, an exclusive, but I've seen it everywhere, so I'm not exactly sure what it's exclusive to. So uh, I think – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you, you say. So I think – are you referring to the gray one that came out with, like, one of their more recent waves? The no. one I have on the screen, the green one. I they like it's on like Dorkside Entertainment Earth all of those as like an exclusive. Right, cool. Because they came out with a, an earlier one, and it was she was more it was the She Hulk, but they called it the Hulk. Ah, uh. you know, and she's a little bit more gray. She's not this color green at all. Uh, and I think because I did some research because I was kind of confused on it too, but uh, when they kind of brought her back into the fold they gave her the title as Hulk and not She-Hulk. So I don't know if that's what they were trying to do. I think she came in the the Super Scroll wave. And this basically looks like the same figure, just green now. 
Like in the more recent comics, she's green like this. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. I know Eddie mentioned that he thinks it's a PX. Excuse me, a PX ex- exclusive. So that would make a ton of sense. Um, if that's what it is, that would actually make a lot of sense. Probably what it what it is. He typically knows what he's talking about there. Um, all right, kind of moving on to odd stuff here, so, or not odd stuff, but stuff that there's not always news for. So Beast Kingdom um, released another DAH figure. So that's their dynamic action heroes line. I always make fun of it because they put the eight instead of the A on action. So it's like the dynamic action heroes. I don't know. Whatever. Shut up. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. And this is the golden armor version. So this is one night scale. And it's going for $110 on their website and probably going to, they have it listed to release July 2021. Did you guys watch this movie yet? Yes and no. I got halfway through it and that was it. <laughs> no. I'll be honest. I absolutely loved the first one. And I was so disappointed in the second one. Like yeah. I was just waiting for like that epic moment where looking back on it, it's not as it's not as cool, but the scene in the first one where she's like sliding through the houses and kicking the shit out of all the Nazis and shit like that, you know, love that scene. That's when I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. Like we've never seen this from like, we've never seen like an over choreography point of view for an, for a super heroine yet. You know, at that point it felt like, and they did it. They did her justice in that one. And man, the second one, they just never gave her that moment. They never gave her a moment where you're like, fuck yes, let's go. And I was just disappointing. Did you watch it, Sean? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it yet. You're you're pretty pretty main into Marvel, aren't you? Yeah. Like it, it when it comes up, I'll watch it, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and as like I'm saying, you're you're honestly not missing a ton there. Uh, I mean, watch it when you get a chance just to check it out and kind of be up to speed with things. Cause I'm sure they'll keep coming out with them. I think they have already said that they're making another one. Yeah. I mean, but, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like you though. I, I liked that first wonder woman movie. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Not at the top of my list. Yeah. It, it just hit a point in the movie where, where you think about how long the movie is, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I realized that I wasn't enjoying it. Cause I sat there and I was like, God, I've been watching this movie a long time and I'm not one to do that. I'm a big movie guy. So I don't so do you, do you also think it's like timely? You, maybe it was just the time wasn't like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about it, but like, I know after in game people were kind of like, you know, it's, it's it's time for a break, you know. At least some most people I feel like were like, okay, we had we had it, you know, and maybe it's just not the right timing on it as as far as like a, another superhero movie goes. You know, so. yeah, I don't think that was it. I was kind of itching at the time for a superhero movie, and it's been so long since we've seen the first one. What was it like, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen? And I. 
I love that movie. So I was ex- I was jacked to see how they would expand her character. And and was this the first superhero movie for of twenty twenty? Uh, I don't know because there were no Marvel films last year. No, if you don't count like the boys or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like mainstream. This I would consider this like mainstream, like superhero mainstream movie. Film. This was probably the first one. Yeah. So, what did you think of it, Mario? Dude, it was <laughs> it was so boring for me. That first, I only got through maybe like the first half. Mm-hmm. And to sit through like an hour before something finally happened, I mean, there there was so much of that movie that that I thought should have been cut out. I mean, like I said, I've only saw half of it, and maybe like it could have at least, from what I saw, cut out like an easy thirty minutes out, just yeah. to get the story going. You know, yeah. no, so I was- came up, I couldn't finish it, and but then I saw how much time was left. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna come back to this, man. Yeah, there was a lot of unnecessary scenes. I feel like that didn't add anything to the story or the character. Like, you came out of the first one saying, hell yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, that was great. They nailed it. And then you came out of this one, and you're like, I feel like Wonder Woman's still at the same place she was in the first one. Like, they didn't do anything to grow the character in that sense. How how do you feel the transition was from, like, from, like, her first film – through Justice League and then going back in time again to 84. Honestly, I don't acknowledge Justice League a ton. Um, not that I hate it or anything like that, but like I just don't know what they're doing there. I'm not going to really take a view on her character that there since I believe Justice League came out before her solo right. movie. So right. in that movie it was just like as Dean would put it, I guess you know, like, <laughs> um, you didn't know anything about her at the time, but then in the, you know, the first movie happened, and as a standalone movie, it's it's very good. And th- as far as, like, the continuity and just keeping everything in the same universe, I don't think DC or Warner Bros. knows what the hell they want to do there yet. So once they kind of figure that out, then I'll maybe rewatch stuff and look at it in a different point of view. But sure. this movie just didn't really do much for either one it seemed just kind of like a coward movie in that sense but yeah back to the figure um yeah there's there's three head sculpts that comes with this one and like eddie eddie said tell me why these three head sculpts look like three different people so true <laughs> they, i don't think they are that great for a 110 dollar figure but yeah, um, there's there's not a whole lot that kind of makes me want to buy this figure at all. But yeah, um, I think that's all for that one. The only other one, I don't know what, we don't run these ones enough uh, to talk about Four Horsemen with Mythic Legions enough as I want to, mainly because I don't collect them. Um, I don't know anyone close who collects them. I know every once in a while, Greg, on the in the collecting weekly auxiliary will, but uh, we had Zachary Doyos who loved them when he, you know he was a guest in at the beginning of when we were starting up our show quite a bit too. But I gotta find someone who's into these because they're they're big. Um, I included them on this show because they kind of had a significant news uh, announcement they have on Kickstarter. I believe it actually is on Kickstarter. Uh, so these are 
you know, six inch, all six inch scale figures, but uh, this is from Toy Arc in quotes. Uh, this is a Tactics War of Aether, Aether Blade. Uh, four horsemen have launched the crowdfunding campaign for Mythic Legions Tactics War of Aetherblade in an all new video game based on their Mythic Legions action figure line. To go along with the game, they're also creating new action figures based on the game. The game is going to be a turn-based strategy RPG. Um, it's starting as a single-player game with multiplayer planned for later. The game will be available on PC, iOS, and Android initially. Uh, there's all kinds of stretch goals, of course. Um, and then they say for figure fans, they're offering four different six-inch scale Legion Builder packs as part of the campaign. They'll have male and female orcs, male and female elves. Uh, the figures will ship separately from the game. The figures will include assortment of portraits, armor pieces, weapons, and more to create your own orc and elf armies. Uh, they become available at the $104 pledge, it says. Um, the campaign is looking at a total of $100,000 to move forward. And to get more info, obviously, you can just go to their website, forgehorseman.com. Check out the images that I got here after the jump. I think I think this is a perfect time. You know, Dean and Zach always talk about how they don't like crowdfunding for action figures and, you know, companies. And I like to – it probably wasn't me, but I like to credit myself – with turning them a little bit in that way with certain companies, right? So, like, we saw how, how I guess, what's a nice way of putting it? How not well off Chronicle was doing when they announced their crowdfunding for their 112 scale high-end Jurassic Park figures, right? Um, you know, the big, the big thing there was, why do these guys need the crowdfund? Blah, blah, blah. Well... You know, a couple months later, we find out they essentially go under. And now, you know, there's deal. We're dealing with a bunch of stuff where a lot of orders aren't going to happen. When they p companies have something ambitious like this and new in, you know, in my mind, just get it done. I think this is pretty cool idea to come out with a video game and action figure. Like you're an action figure company, and you come out with a video game to go along with your action figures, which you're also going to create action figures from the video game on. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, the only, you know, only gripe I could say is there's not a whole lot, there's no licensing fees because they're their own license. But as of right now, they, there's 11 days to go and they're at $38,536 out of a hundred thousand. Mm. Not sure if that's going to happen. Those goals get, set pretty pretty um i guess right on sometimes they'll overshoot them but i would say that they they typically are fairly careful when picking them and yeah i i think there's just a lot to a lot of potential there i want i don't just don't know i don't see this one finishing up at 100,000 um i know Jason Nelson said he has two of the Mythic Legions, but just not wanting to afford another series. That's where I'm at. I know they're great figures. I just haven't gotten wanted to cross that bridge yet. Have you guys gotten any of them? 
No. No. <laughs> Sean, I think you're muted. Yeah, Sean, you're muted. You know I mean? uh, I was just saying, uh, I haven't, but to go along with like what Jason's saying is, you know, that's kind of how I'm at at Star Wars right now with the Black Series. I'm like, mm. these are cool. I'll, I'll pick them up here and there. But it's like start another series, you know, and just where I'm at in collecting is tough. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. It's just it's another line that I can't dive into. You know, it's enough with Hot Toys and Mezco, you know, and and at times NECA. So I I'm I have my hand handed too many things right now. Um, that's so Danny Lee, you backed it. Awesome. Hopefully, hopefully they they fulfill for you. Uh, do you let me know, Danny, if you got a ton? So, real quick, um, Danny actually has a show coming up with Eddie and you, correct, Mario? That's right. You want to plug that show and talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So our show, uh, ins and outs of collecting, um, where. It's another collecting show. Um, basically, we kind of want to um, center things on a California basis. So um, this weekend, we're going to kind of hit the road a little bit and show you guys around Frankenstein's a little bit. And um, uh, we're recording on Sunday, and we should be airing on Thursday. Um, this will be on once a month. And right now... Um, Danny, Eddie, and I are still uh, working on the finishing touches of of our uh, of the show sheet, and yeah, looking forward to it. Hell yeah! So, so check it out. Like, I think we're gonna be shooting for like some of the last Thursdays of the month for airtime for the first couple episodes. It's gonna be pre-recorded for right now until we feel like if there's something there, then we'll eventually start going live. But yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be fun. That's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to watch because I'll just be so annoyed with how good you guys have it there with your with your selection of places to go. Maybe I'm just, you know. Yeah, one of the other things too that I wanted to take everybody, show everybody around was um, was Disney also. So oh my god, that's nice. that's another thing that we're probably going to be working on for the next episode, uh, showing you all around Disney. Hell yes, that would be awesome. So I, I think I heard you talking one time. Was I don't know if that was like on an after dark or what, but mm-hmm. was it you that said that the California dis uh like Star Wars um or Galaxy's Edge, sorry. The mm-hmm. California Galaxy's Edge is a little bit better than Florida's. Yeah, I was talking to Rainer about that on, on his show. So for me, yeah, for, so what I think, what I understand in Florida, you're pretty much, you're passing one section and then you're off to the next section. Okay. So in, in California, the the park that we have over here, there's a, there's like a few multiple entrances um, that you can take just to get into galaxy's edge. There's one in particular that is really, really seamless and just fits the atmosphere just perfectly. Right. So you're walking along this trail you're surrounded by all these trees, and then all of a sudden, you start hearing these minute uh, sounds of birds and creatures, and then you hear a John Williams theme start to kick up and kick in, and all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" Then after that, you're you're right into the into the world. 
You know, okay. so as far, as far as that that type of seamless uh, uh, seamless entrance into into being uh, immersed immersed into the uh, into the land, uh, I thought the, it's better over here than than Florida. Okay, the immersive experience. Yeah. Sean, you haven't been to either one yet, have you? No, no, no. Closest Gee. thing I've been was uh, Islands of Adventure. I went oh. to the Harry Potter World one time. Like, like it's probably been like eight years now. I, so I was at the one in Florida. It, it's Disney World yeah. there, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was I was at that one. Wait, like when I was a junior, and it was in between junior and senior year of high school. So that was over ten years ago now. And Harry Potter land wasn't even open yet. They were still working on it at the time. And obviously I had a blast, but we also went to universal studios and I think Eddie said that he had been there to the jaws one there. I wanted to go there so bad to see the jaws one. And I got outvoted by everyone that we were on at the time. They wanted to go to Adventureland instead. And to this day, I regret that. That's like, Adventureland was fun and all, but I wanted to go for the movie shit. And I don't think, I think they took away that Jaws right now. Yeah. I think when I went there to Universal Studios, it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Mm. Bummer. Yeah. Hopefully, <sighs> when things settle down out here and, and as things start to open up, that's something that we might start looking into as well. Start yeah. showing you guys around places like that over here. That would be awesome. Um, I know that. Disney also announced like a Marvel. Oh, what what is it called? It's their um, Avengers Campus, right? Yeah, yeah. Campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that'll be coming eventually too. That how how horny are you for that, Sean? Man, I'd love to go to that. <laughs> I'd love to go to that. And they also got like their Guardian stuff too there. Yeah, you know. So, and I think that's more of just a ride, but just to have. Uh, just to be like at a, on an Avengers campus would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just about finished, from what I understand over here, yeah. and they started giving some of the cast members um, some previews of the some of the attractions there. Really? Is that going to go at places? What's that? Is that going to go at both places? Um, I think eventually in Florida, it's supposed to happen. But I know it was supposed to debut over here in uh, last July. And everything was pretty much on track, but then everything happened. Right. So I, I'm I'm curious because uh, Islands of Adventures had a huge Marvel section. Two of their biggest rides was the, the Hulk ride, and then they had the Spider-Man ride, mm-hmm. and then all these other shops with like memorabilia and you know people walking around as the superheroes and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was wasn't there like a big lawsuit or something like that on the on on disney or on universal did to disney because they were making their their campus or something like that nothing that i've heard yeah i haven't i haven't heard of that but that is that is interesting i I heard something like that before yeah i'm i'm jacked for that too i still i still gotta check out galaxy's edge yet but yeah pretty jacked um all right just to kind of finish up the news real quick before we could just kind of bullshit here at the end the only other things i really wanted to cover nanmu um is about done with their vintage paleo art tyrannosaurus rex figures they're coming out with two different versions the one i have pictured is the mesozoic rhapsody valley variant this is from like the 
really vintage black and white movies, I believe. Uh, the way they portrayed Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, and this one I'm actually jacked about. So they're coming out with the Carnotaurus Crimson King, which looks like from the Carnotaur from uh, Dinosaur, Disney's Dinosaur, if you guys have ever seen that movie. Mm. These things are truly like spooky in that movie, in my opinion. Like they like they actually give you a sense of fear. I'm jacked for that one. I'll I would for sure get that red variant. They also came with a repaint version. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that version, but it's like an epitaph plane. Um, but it's like Ekrixanatosaurus. And it's the it's the same pretty much the same sculpt, just a different paint paint scheme. Um, but I'll for sure get the, the Carnotaurus from Dinosaur sure of that have you guys seen that movie no i haven't okay yeah that movie i love that movie actually back in the day i was a little old when it came out but i still really liked it i remember um mcdonald's had toys for it when it came out and i disney's dinosaurs you said it was i believe so a good dinosaur nope it was disney's it was just it it was just it was like it was like an animated, not animated. It was like, um, didn't they almost do them real life, uh, kind of, or something like that? Yeah. So it was done pretty much how, in a, in a sense, how like all of Pixar's are done now. But right. it was like a realistic animation. Right. And it was, it was really actually kind of needle moving like it was it was a whole different type of movie at the time and it really like pushed the pushed the needle with the way they did things and it's essentially the way in a way all of animated things uh, movies are done now with that type of like 3d modeling like they Mm -hmm. i remember one scene where there's literally like the dinosaur stepping down on a beach on a pebble on like rocks that are real and you see them moving around it. So like, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I would honestly check it out if you haven't yeah. seen it. Um, it's, it's not a terrible movie. It's pretty, pretty uh, watchable, I would say, but here I can post the link for you Mario, in the private chat. I'll just post it in there, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, that's what the car, that Carnotaur is from or Carnotaurus that, they call him a Carnotaur in the movie. Um, but yeah, it's a computer animated from Wikipedia mm. animated adventure film produced by Walt Disney in the secret lab. It follows a young, a heroic young Iguanodon who was adopted and raised by a family of lemurs on a tropical island after surviving devastating meteor showers. The family moves out to their new home and befriends a herd of dinosaurs along the way while on a journey to the nesting grounds. Unfortunately, they're being hunted by predators at the time, and that's what the where this guy comes in place here. So, yeah, found yeah. it on Disney Plus. So give it a check. I'll check it out. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up wraps up the news. Um, you know, we'll we'll go through our Patreons here and everything, and then I'll do the giveaway at the end where uh, you guys just comment your name here um but just wait don't do it yet because i want to make sure i catch everyone but for our lovely patreons we want to thank ben porter sean fear ian cb renee mendez eric mariscal 
Quinn Aguirre, Leo Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Dan Lee, Jeannie Martin, Stephen Krett, Jason Nelson, Big Fern, King Zachary V, Cesar Marquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, A. Uh, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen Maria Stanley, Lord Voldemort, Eddie Manzanares. That's the one that I totally messed up. Sorry about that, Eddie, on the last show. Um, it's not even that hard. It's not that hard of a name. Uh, and also wanted to mention for the February Patreon benefits, we are doing an in and out of collecting magnet for you guys, Mario. Hell yeah. Dude. We've we've already got the merch out before the show. <laughs> That's awesome. There's too much pressure. That looks good though. That, I like that logo. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, this came out great. I really like it too. Mm-hmm. Who do, who designed that real quick? I think uh, I think that was Zach. Zach okay. went in put it together, and then um, Dean, myself, and Eddie uh, kind of touched up a little bit. Started shooting around ideas. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right, and then real quick, so the tiers of our Patreon, we got the Patreon where, um, you know, you get, it's $5 a month. We have the Crispy one where it's 15 and then the What A Guy one for 25 and that one gets you assigned collecting weekly live 18 by 24 silhouette post on first pledge, doubles of all stickers they send out one year. One sculpt a year painted by Dark Side Customs or with Ian and after three and that's after three months of Patreon being a Patreon and all benefits of the previous tiers. There you go. That's what they get there. Um, and there is our slide for all of our shows with, with obviously here, you're listening to small talk. We got collecting weekly. Um, OFAC only fools and collecting. Love those guys over there. Auction. It sounds like Zach's wanting to push to try that again. We'll see. We'll see if that'll stay. Um, and then Zach's joy of hobbying series he does on YouTube. We got collecting rarities with Rainer, and Seth joined I think quite often as well. There uh, we got collecting comics, and that's your show, Sean. Yep. Um, and then we got obviously after dark and in and outs of collecting. That is the collecting weekly network. There now, real quick, I gotta run to the bathroom quick, and then I will do the giveaway. Wow, what a time to run to the can, Dylan! <laughs> <laughs> you're on mute, bro. Oh, yeah, you're on mute. You're on mute. Ate the beer too fast. That was my fault. <laughs> Keep it going. All right. All right. Uh, so what's the so what's the first episode looking like? I know you said you're taking us around around your what is it your yeah. town I guess or your city? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so we're gonna be basically discussed. We're gonna be introducing ourselves a bit, discuss on what we collect. Uh, we'll probably go over a bit of pretty much what a lot of the shows covered. You know, go over the news, go over our, our thoughts, what we picked up in our latest pickups, mm-hmm. and we want to try to keep the uh, the main topics as. Um, Showing everybody around around town, pretty much, um, whether it's close by to me or something that Eddie uh, Eddie found someplace, you know, some of the some of the major places that a lot of collectors hear about over here in in beautiful Southern California. Sure. So yeah. yeah um, so yeah, we want to try to uh, show everybody around. 
and just take a look at all the cool stuff that's here. Um, so yeah, Frankenstein is going to be pretty exciting. Um, it's basically just a huge, I think it's a Costco warehouse size now. Wow. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And they just got all kinds of different things. Whatever you can think of, it's there. You know, all different sorts of collectibles, uh, imports, um, high-end statues, six-scale, uh, six-inch, Mezco, all your uh, different uh, models. You've got uh, all, all kinds of things. I believe there's prop replicas over there also. Um, movie memorabilia, um, sports, sports collectibles, all kinds of stuff. It's, 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 uh, it's quite a place. Nice. What place are you talking about? Frankenstein's out here. Oh God, that's that's like on my on my bucket list to go to. Yeah, someday. yeah, you gotta come out here, man. We'll show you around. Hell yes, that would be that'd be awesome. You guys got all kinds of stuff out there. Okay, so I know this is in stock at a lot of places now, but all the watchers. Could, can get this for free if you want. It is the Marvel Legends Venom. Ooh, look at that! Nice, nice. Pretty, pretty awesome figure. Um, yeah, I will do that. If you guys want, all our listeners watching live here, or if you guys want to comment your name, I'll just do it how I've done on all the other giveaways with a random, random number generator. We'll just assign numbers here. I would, but that gets mad at me. That must be Dean. Yeah, Dean, if that's Dean, no, because you won the last one. And <laughs> Eddie, Toy Mafia, Danny, where are you guys at? If you guys want to enter, let me know. Just comment your name. I think the last one is only like three or four people so you have a good chance of winning it if it's one person i'll just give it to you jason danny all right okay sorry i it's so delayed on our stream yard here okay so we got we got jason annie who wants to be one and eddie eddie all right. Anyone else? And I know we had we have thirteen people watching now. So if anyone else wants to join, this is your last chance. And I'll I'll pop your guys's name, Sean and Mario, in there as well. You you don't have to put mine because I actually own two of them. And the nope. story on that is because my uh, my son loves Venom. Right, just turned three in in uh, November, and he loves Venom. And I let him play with it, and he broke it. He broke the the uh the 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 peg right on the on the neck and i was texting zach and i was like man how do i fix this he goes well you need a dremel it you need to put a little piece of metal in there and you know and i got some i got some gorilla glue and stuff and um and so i was like okay this is yours and if it breaks again you're not getting another one so then (laughs) i had to go back and reorder it so I have mine tucked away in a box where he can't reach anymore. <laughs> yeah, when you talk about bringing out that Dremel, man, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and it was I'm such. Not, I'm not going that far. It was such a weird break because it didn't break clean. It was all jagged, so I had to I had to borrow, um, uh, 
a thing for it and and drill into it and i was like i was really trying hard and i had to cut up a nail and make sure it fit just right and stuff and i was like i was like if if i go buy another one he's gonna want to play with it so like this one's yours i need to fix this one right and he was trying to move the head he goes head doesn't move head doesn't move and i'm like yes right because we had to fix it and glue it (laughs) that's that's funny that's that's cool he's a big venom fan that i Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say like he likes these gujitsu things now, man. It's like, uh, like originally they're like dinosaurs and monsters and stuff, and then they made like a, a Marvel version of them. So he has like Captain America. We just found him Iron Man. He has a Venom, a Spider Man, and uh, he found out just the other day when we bought him the the uh, the Iron Man that they're making a Groot, mm. at, and that there's two variants out there two two uh exclusives out there and i think one of them's a thanos but it's so funny because he'll take the iron man uh i i think i put it on the on the chat but uh he takes the iron man and he goes i am iron man and flicks his hand like yeah, he's yeah. snapping awesome. <laughs> love that um all right so we got four entries uh we got danny is one jason two eddie three mario four all right let me throw it over we'll do it for three times how we do every time three four and two that is jason nelson hey he's a i know he's a big collector and a avid watcher slash listener so congratulations buddy i'll get that out jason uh just just pm me with your address and i'll get that out to you sometime either end of this week or next week but um, thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, this is Small Talk, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing important at all. I'm Dylan. I'm Sean. And I'm Mario. Thanks, guys. <laughs>